Hey everyone, welcome to Remap. My name is Jared, and today has been a long time coming. We're going to be taking a look at the PlayStation exclusive by Atlas Persona 5 Royal. And as always, before we get started, these are my opinions and mine alone. I'd first like to mention that as a story-driven RPG, this is a game that can be spoiled. I was fortunate enough to not know any of these spoilers for my first Persona 5 playthrough, and it made the game infinitely more memorable. So this review is going to be as spoiler-free as possible. I'll be discussing some of the core mechanics and elements of the game, but nothing specific story-wise beyond the first dungeon, and really nothing more than what you'd see in a trailer. All the spoiler talk will be in a follow-up episode, because this thing's about to be long. And with that out of the way, I'd like to start with a basic overview of Persona 5, because it's a franchise that I knew nothing about before playing, and it's much less well-known in the West than other JRPGs like Final Fantasy or Chrono Trigger. Persona 5 Royal is half turn-based dungeon crawler and half high school social simulator. Now, bear with me, because I know that sounds weird, and it is, but it works perfectly around the core mechanic of time. Time is what drives this game. Unlike other RPGs, where you can just go do side missions for a few hours, Persona 5 makes you choose how to use your time because you have a limited amount. The game starts in April, and every activity you do causes time to pass, culminating with the ending, the end of the game, on a specific day. This makes you choose what you want to do. Do you want to go hang out with a character to develop your relationship with them? Do you want to go work a job or go to the gym to earn money or up your stats for battles? Do you want to go explore a dungeon? It's up to you, but you can't do it all. Obviously, there are goals you have to hit by certain days, but you can choose how you want your playthrough to be, you know, who you want to hang out with, what you want to do. You have that decision. And this mechanic has a profound effect on the story because you're always working towards a goal in a realistic, literal sense. You know, it takes you out of a game if right before a final boss, you can go, wait a minute, and go grind for better gear for a week, two weeks, just hours. You can't do that in this game which makes the entire game feel like the main storyline, so it doesn't feel like there's much filler, because everything you're doing is working towards that end goal. So anyways, during this time, you're going to be attending school, hanging out with friends, exploring dungeons. The combat, it's, it's a straightforward turn-based RPG with a party of four. I'll get into some more comments later, but I just wanted to set the scene. And finally... I'm using Persona 5 and Persona 5 Royal interchangeably. They're the same game with the same core story, but Royal has a number of enhancements and some additional content. But with that enormous four-minute-long intro out of the way, I want to talk about how cool this game looks. The best way I can describe it is it's an anime or a manga that you can play. Whenever you have characters speaking or interacting... You have these bright, bold cut-ins of their faces like you're reading a comic. You've got some extremely long, high-quality cutscenes that wouldn't look out of place on TV. And plenty of the dialogue isn't even voice-acted, and you'll probably spend an hour just reading texts from your friends in the game. 
the the dungeons they all have these different themes and styles and the entire game just oozes polish you know no this is not a realistic open world but limiting these environments you know that you can explore allows the developers to make them much more detailed and feel more lived in and probably the the two stand out graphical features to me at least were the personas and the menus and you heard me right the menus i'm i'm going to compliment the menus but starting with the personas you can think of them like pokemon um you can collect fuse different personas they give you different attacks abilities and there's over 200 of these unique personas and the the designs of them they're they're unique they take inspiration from things in reality there's interpretations of characters from religion, mythology, folklore, all of which are these bright, distinct styles. And, you know, discovering a new one, you don't know what's going to come around the corner. These are not cookie-cutter, oh, generic enemy designs. There's some weird stuff in it, but that's what makes it cool. And then the menus. Menus are normally just a functional element of a game. You know, you want to view your party's stats, change some settings use an item, and they're there to be functional. There's nothing wrong with just white text on a black background or just some basic charts and lists, but I honestly think there is more style in Persona 5's menus than in some entire games. Just incredible 2D animations and transitions when you select different menu options. This is all coupled with a sharp font, color schemes, it's to, it it makes the game stand out so much more i'm i'm actually sitting here complimenting their menus that I, I i do not know a better compliment that i can give than that and during battle the ui is animated it's fluid it's just fun to watch you know that's that's the best compliment i can give to the ui it's fun to look at it's fun to watch and i've never been a huge fan of turn-based combat, but all these UI elements, just they, they make it more enjoyable. You know, when it's not just press A to deal five damage, when you add some pizzazz, when you add some flair, it just makes it so much better. And obviously, there's nothing groundbreaking about turn-based combat, but the flair and the style of Persona 5 makes it fun to play. And the core goal of combat is to knock enemies down by finding their elemental weakness, opening them up for a, a move called an all-out attack. It's pretty straightforward stuff. You can just think of it like Pokemon, you know, oh, I'm going to hit an ice enemy with a fire move. But it's just how fluid a battle is that makes it great. You know, you can open up with an electric move that knocks an enemy down, then immediately passing my turn over to an ally, which what's called a baton pass, which of course is a beautiful animation. Then you hit the rest of the enemies with an ice attack, knock them all down, and you're left with a choice. Because these enemies that I'm talking about, they're actually personas, which give you the option to recruit them into your party. That's how you can expand your party and get new personas. One of the avenues you're able to do that. Or you can hit them with an all-out attack, which is, I think, the single coolest finishing move you will ever see in a game. It is just this absolutely gorgeous finisher that's a treat to watch every time never gets old if you haven't seen it before 
if you've played Smash Bros, Jokers, Final Smash, that's Joker's all-out attack. And every character has their own all-out attack. And all this is saying is the combat's very straightforward. I'm 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 not it's it's not reinventing the wheel. But it's enjoyable. It's fun. You know, you're not gonna get nuanced turn-based combat like XCOM or Into the Breach, but I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Now, what I enjoyed even more than this combat, and you know, I I, I enjoyed the combat were the character-driven moments. You know, as I said earlier, the unique mechanic of this game, with time, allows you to decide who you want to spend time with. Because spending time with people, they're known as confidants, grants you bonuses and abilities, as well as progressing their own story. You can think of it as different threads woven into a larger piece. You know, the main story makes up the majority of it, but you can enhance your experience by adding some additional threads. And these are the confidants, the other characters you can spend time with. Learn about them, see their struggles, see their successes. And this is especially moving because unless you play an extremely optimized playthrough, you won't have time to spend with everyone. The hardest decision in this game is deciding who to spend your limited time with. Because there's a ton of engaging, well-written, and voice-acted Characters that make you want to know where do their stories go. And one side note on that, definitely do not be looking up guides if this is your first time playing through the game. Just play through the game, have some fun. You can always play a second optimized playthrough to see everything, but experiencing the game fresh is just a special experience. Now, if you've listened to my previous reviews, especially my Outer Wilds one, you know how important a game's soundtrack is to me. Very rarely will you have a great single-player game that doesn't have an awesome soundtrack because music drives the tone and style of the game that it's in. Like, it, it drives the entire experience. Imagine Mario Galaxy without its orchestral, whimsical soundtrack or Doom Eternal without the violent metal. You, you can't. Because a great soundtrack should feel as, as much a part of the game as any other element. It is a core aspect of a single-player experience. It's what drives the emotions you feel as you play the game. And the composer of Persona 5, Shoji Meguro, excuse my pronunciation, Shoji, that's, that's, that's a tough scene. He has done something truly special. This soundtrack is not just good. Not just great or even excellent, but in my opinion, this is the single greatest soundtrack in gaming history. And I've played a lot of games in my life, thousands of hours, but I have never heard a soundtrack as special, as as just truly special as this one. The quantity and quality of tracks feels illegal at times. It's this unique jazz or acid jazz style, but with pop and hip-hop elements mixed in, just a hodgepodge of stuff on a foundation of acid jazz. And what brings it over the top are some incredible lyrics by the South Korean artist, Lin. Usually, when I'm playing through a game, one song will jump out to me as being special. Usually because by the end of a playthrough, it conveys a strong emotion. One that has been built up throughout the game, like Uncharted Worlds in Mass Effect. A song you hear every time 
you pick a new mission. You know, every time I walk up to the galaxy map, I pick a mission, I hear that song come over, it gets ingrained into my brain over three incredible games. You know, that song carries emotion. Or Travelers from Outer Wilds, a song that marks the end of a wonderful journey. You know, the the, the entire song, all the music you hear in that game just, just builds up to an incredible finale, which is driven by the soundtrack. And I I consider these songs the best, you know, Uncharted Worlds and Travelers, from their respective games, because on one hand, they're just really good songs, but on the other, they capture what it feels like to play the game. You know, that, that core emotion you feel when you're playing the game, that's what that song captures, and that's how I choose my intro songs. You know, I want the listener to get a real sense of the game. And it's usually really easy because games generally only have one of these, if any. If you listen to my Borderlands 3 or Quantum Break reviews, there wasn't a song in either that really spoke to me, so I just had to pick one I liked. You know, sometimes in games, it's it's not even an original piece. It's a, it's a copyrighted piece that they threw in that's, you know, going to get me copyright striked. But Persona 5 made it different. Because there's not just one of these impactful, emotional, and just defining songs. There's like a dozen of them, and it's 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 actually ridiculous. Sometimes it feels like you're paying for a soundtrack that oh, it also comes with an entire game because the soundtrack is it's it's just incredible. Because not only is my favorite song from any game in Persona Five, which is the intro song you just heard, Beneath the Mask, the Rain version. But if you ask me to make a top 25 list of my favorite songs from gaming, easily half of it would be from Persona 5. I'm even going to give you a few songs to look up on Spotify or Apple Music right now so you can experience them. Obviously, it won't be the same as if you're playing the game and hearing them, but just to give you a taste of how special this music is. And I'd recommend not using YouTube, since the comments, they will be full of spoilers, and all these songs are on Spotify and Apple Music. And the aforementioned, first off, Beneath the Mask, Rain. Incredible. Last surprise. The battle theme. Life will change. Rivers in the desert, life goes on, layer cake. I, I could sit here all day just giving you songs to listen to and talking about this because the music is just that special. Again, I'm going to say it again. Go listen to Beneath the Mask, Rain. Make sure you get the actual version, not one of these covers. Life will change. Rivers in the desert. Life goes on. Layer cake. These songs are just special. They, they, they are truly a, a work of art. And with all this being said, you may be saying to yourself, wow, Jared, is there anything negative about this game at all? So, remember earlier when I mentioned that the entire game just feels like the main story due to how it handles time? As in, any action you take causes time to pass in-game, and certain deadlines cause you to have limited amounts of time. Well, simultaneously, 
one of the best and worst aspect of the game is how long it is. Because you can't just speedrun a main quest line. You know, if I'm going to play Skyrim, a role-playing game, I can just power through that main quest line and do it. You, you can't do that in Persona 5 because the entire game and all the actions are woven together. You actually have to play through the entire game. You know, there's, there's no optimized cheats or shortcuts. Like, you, you just have to play the game. And you may be thinking that I'm, you know, exaggerating. You know, who complains about more content? Like, who, exact, who complains about more content? But I'm going to put Persona 5 Royal into perspective for you. Let's say you're just an average person with a job and a kid. You know, let's say average American, average, uh, person from France, Spain, Germany. I don't care where you are. Normal person. You got a job. You got a kid. You got bills to pay. You know, you enjoy gaming and you can average about, let's say, 30 minutes a day of playtime, which I think is a reasonable amount for many people. Many people that enjoy gaming, you know, you get back from work in the afternoon. You can enjoy family dinners, hang out with your family, spend some time with them, get in a quick 30 minutes before bedtime. You know, maybe it's before a, a movie. Maybe it's after Quick 30 minutes. You know, some days you may not have time, but you can make up for it on weekends. You know, maybe get an hour in on weekends, hour and a half. So you average 30 minutes a day. Okay. And the holiday season, it's coming up. And you know what? You decide you want to treat yourself. You get yourself a little PS4. You get Persona 5 Royal a week before Christmas. And you start playing week before Christmas. Uh, 17th, 18th of December. And you'll finish a bit after your kid goes back to school, after their break. And you're maybe saying, oh, wow, well, you're really were exaggerating. That's like, you know, three weeks. Only it's 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 not the spring semester. You'll, you'll finish in the fall semester. Actually, like a month into the fall semester because they just finished summer break. Because Persona 5 Royal is 130 hours long. That's eight and a half months at 30 minutes a day. And Persona 5 is a, oh, it's a tame 100 hours in comparison. It's 30 hours less. And it's, it's unfortunate because this is what will always hold the game back from a wider audience. The time commitment. It's simultaneously just the best and the worst thing about this game. Because plenty of people just do not have time for a game of this length. And I, I, I cannot blame them. It's a long game. You know, it's, it's not a game, as I mentioned, that you can just speed through the main quest line. Even if you go really quickly, good luck getting through this game, getting through Royal in under 110 hours. I don't, I don't know if that's possible. It's such an astronomically long game, which is unfortunate. Because it's a special game. You know, was my playthrough worth it? Yes. Was it worth the 230 hours over the last couple years between Persona 5 and Persona 5 Royal? Yes. I, I, it was an incredible experience. I wish I could experience the game for the first time again. But I was fortunate, fortunate enough to have the time to spend on these games. And I, I can't really think of a way to shorten them. 
you know, if you start cutting out content, cutting out dungeons, I I can't I can't pick some to cut out because every piece of this game is is integral to the experience that is Persona 5. So to wrap all of this up, if you have the opportunity, give this game a shot. Try out the first six hours. If it clicks, great. You've got an incredible journey ahead of you. If not, hey, you gave it a shot and you tried something new. This is easily one of my favorite games, if not my favorite game of all time, and is the easiest A plus I have ever given, and it's probably going to be one of the easiest A pluses I'll ever give. In terms of versions, Persona 5 is generally a lot cheaper than Royal. I see it on sale a heck of a lot more, and there's nothing wrong with playing the base game. You know, you, you have a little less content to juggle at times, and 30 hours shorter, that's significant. That's, that is a lot of time you can save. And the big thing is, you can always do what I did and play the whole game again in Persona 5 Royal at a later date if you enjoyed it. So I do not regret playing the base game before Royal at all. Anyway, that's all I have for you today. Go try Persona 5. It's a treat. Thank you so much for tuning in. You have been listening to Remap, the gaming podcast. My name is Jared, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.